This is Chris Fetters of Dogman.com, and it's Friday morning, and I'm here with Scott Eklund, and even though we're done with day or week two, actually, of spring football, there's still a lot of recruiting going on as well, obviously with two new coaches, assistant coaches, and Scott Huff and Matt Lubick. Obviously, they're trying to get their uh, kind of feet wet and kind of get involved in what's going on, but this weekend's really, really big, Scott, because um, they've kind of incorporated a bit of a dual strategy, it seems like. They have obviously a lot of the local kids in when they can, but they've also kind of created almost a separate junior day for a lot of the out-of-state kids. It doesn't mean there aren't going to be some in-state kids in this weekend, but this one seems like it's really dedicated for those guys kind of outside the state of Washington. Yeah, and I I think one of the reasons for the dual strategy, as you kind of called it, was uh, the the local junior day that they held back in February was more geared toward the the local guys. There were I think there were one or two out of state guys. Trey Lowe was one of the po- uh, prospects that came up for that. Part of it is to give guys two two uh, meeting times when they can come up, depending on on how their schedule plans out. But also, I think they want to get the local guys in because you use it as more of a PR thing. You bring the coaches in, you bring some players in that maybe Washington isn't necessarily going to go after, but guys, they just want to show some love to and just let the coaches know, Hey, this is us. This is who we are. We want to have you guys in, want to bring your guys in. They can kind of see what we've got going here, going on here as a program and, and uh, just kind of more of a feel good, uh, you know, PR thing. This weekend is more was more geared toward bringing in some of the top guys that that they wanted to bring in, have them on campus, have some of those out of state kids in, and and uh, give them a chance to see the program and see the see uh, things up close for themselves. Now the problem is it's it's gonna, not supposed to be the greatest weekend for, as far as weather is concerned, but typically that really doesn't play a huge factor in in where a guy ends up. Every now and then you'll see it, but very rarely. But you know, this was more intended to be an exclusive thing, maybe having 10 to 20 guys in. Well, it turned out that a lot of guys found out about it and they told the coaches they wanted to show up. So it's going to be close to 70 guys that they're expecting in this weekend instead of just the, you know, 20 to 30 at the most that they really wanted to have in. But, but um, I, I think a lot of it just has to do with, hey, we're going to get let these kids come up here. They're, they're going to get the whole built for life presentation and just kind of see where some of these top guys stand and Washington has a chance to get a couple of commits this weekend I'm not saying it's going to happen but it wouldn't surprise me if it does well before we start working uh, our way through the list of the guys the out-of-state guys let's talk about who are a couple of the guys there you know we did mention there were going to be maybe a couple of in-state guys who are those guys that, that you expect to see this weekend um, well, the the big one that I know of that's that's a local guy, and it, by saying local, he's within five hours, and that is Devin Culp. He's a tight end out of Gonzaga Prep over in Spokane. He's got family over here. I believe uh, his father lives over here, and he and his mother are, live in Spokane. And uh, he's going to come over. He's going to end up staying the night and, and spending time with uh, the coaches today. Friday and also on Saturday, supposedly supposed to be here through the through through the junior day festivities before he heads home. I wouldn't be surprised to see Devin Culp end up uh, one of the commits this weekend, but we'll just have to see. I know that he was a little scared of making an, a real early commitment because of what he did with Oregon early on and, and now having to re- redo things. So I think he's just kind of t- more looking to take his time, but it still wouldn't surprise me if he 
makes the decision. Another one that I know that they're uh, hoping to get up on campus, and it sounds like there's a 50-50 shot he'll be there, is Treshawn Harrison, the safety out of uh, Garfield High School over in Seattle. Uh, he's going to be um, in a seven-on-seven tournament with his seven-on-seven team down at French Field in Kent, and I'll be at that on Saturday. Chris, you'll be down at it on Sunday. But um, I know that he was planning to come to the, the Washington Junior Day event and then either come from the seven-on-seven tournament, which begins at 10 o'clock tomorrow, or come afterwards and maybe help his team or be there on Sunday when you're there, Chris, so that he can have a chance to help them out one way or the other. So uh, still kind of up in the air with Treshawn Harrison, but those are the two in-state guys that I know that are planning to be there uh, tomorrow for junior day. Now, of course it's, it's a bit ironic in the sense that, you know, we were talking about a ton of 2018 guys, all those guys you just mentioned are 2018 guys, but yet arguably maybe the biggest star or the guy that maybe would garner the most attention in terms of just on the national scene is a 2019 kid who's actually been up here since Thursday, and that's quarterback JT Daniels. Tell us a little bit about JT. Well, JT Daniels is about 6'2", 190 pounds, so he's not the biggest guy in the world, but what he is is he's just an accurate thrower of the ball. He um, is great in the pocket. He distributes the ball well. He's smart. Uh, He's everything that you want in a pocket passer to run an offense like what Washington runs. So um, he's come up. He's got family in the area. Greg Biggins um, has been in in contact with the family quite a bit, and he's the one who will be end up talking to JT most likely after Washington gets done or he gets done with his visit up here at the University of Washington. So um, he's supposed to be part of the Junior Day festivities, even though he's not a junior. And uh, you know, I I think Washington's got a, a puncher's chance, but Stanford sure seems like the uh, school to beat at this point in time. Um, and you also have to consider that modern day has done a really good job of sending guys to USC. So USC, Stanford, Washington, I think Washington's got a, a like I said, a puncher's chance, but boy, it's, it's going to be tough to reel him in, but you can't reel him in unless you get him on campus. So they got him up on campus and the rest is going to kind of be up to them selling the program to him. What's your early read on how the 2019 quarterback recruiting is going to go? Because you look at a guy like JT Daniels being up here, but they also offered very early on a local kid in Dylan Morris from Graham Kapowson. So how, how do you feel like just kind of the early call is? Obviously, we're well in advance of, of what's going to happen, but the quarterbacks are usually the earliest ones to fall in terms of making early commitments. How do you feel like this thing might play out, Scott? Well, if you're asking me how I think it'll play out, I think Washington will probably end up getting Dylan Morris and and be done with it. But that being said, I I think that, you know, they're going to throw their hat in the ring for the best guy that they can find. And and right now, I'd say that's probably uh, JT Daniels. And um, but my guess is that JT Daniels will end up at Stanford or uh, Southern Cal and uh, that Washington will end up with Dylan Morris, a guy that they offered very early in the process. Now, the thing about Dylan Morris, as much as I love the kid, I didn't see much improvement from his uh, junior or uh, his uh, freshman to sophomore year. So it'll be real interesting to see what he looks like this fall um, when when he gets out on the field with Graham Kapowson. That being said, he's a he's a workout warrior. He's that guy who's just constantly in the gym 
constantly working out, working with his guys, throwing with them, doing all those things. He throws with his AAU team. He throws with his high school team. He's just all over the place. He loves to just play the game of football. And you see it when he gets out on that field. Now, what he looks like as a junior, I think, is really going to tell the tale on how high of a recruit he is. And if Washington sticks with recruiting just him, or if they maybe possibly look at other options if, if they don't think he's improved to the point that they want to see him improve. Well, I'll tell you what, um, you know, it's interesting that they get a kid from Hawaii to come in this early to take a visit unofficially, but they offered Zion Tupua Fatuli or Fatui, excuse me, from Pearl City a while back. And it's interesting, you know, just in the sense that a lot of times, a lot of the defensive and offensive linemen from Hawaii, just given the tradition of, of how many guys they produce year in and year out from that state, you would think it would be a more high-profile guy, but yet he's kind of fallen under the radar a little bit, and maybe is Washington feeling like maybe they get a bit of a steal here? Uh, they definitely could. At this point, Washington, Oregon State, Nevada, and Hawaii are the only offers for for Tupuola Fatui. He's 6'4", 250 pounds, can really get after it off the edge. I think Washington wanted to jump in early on him because I think they think that this guy is going to be a big-time guy before it's all said and done. He's got lots of schools looking at him, USC, UCLA, Stanford, uh, Cal, Arizona. All these schools are looking at him. They just haven't offered quite yet. Don't be surprised if he has several more offers before it's all said and done this spring. And then, you know, once we get into um, – you know, the fall and schools get to watch him as a senior, you know, maybe he even has more after that. So Washington, I think, wanted to jump in the boat. They knew they liked him. They knew they liked his work ethic and what he's able to do on uh, the field as far as getting after the quarterback. So uh, don't be surprised to see him get more more offers and more interest from some of these more high-profile schools as it is. Uh, I, he's coming up this weekend. It wouldn't surprise me if Washington puts a little bit of pressure on him and he decides to commit. Now, Washington isn't real big on putting pressure on guys. They're like, hey, if the guys want to commit, they want to commit. We shouldn't have to put pressure on them. But I think Washington really wants to get things kind of rolling with this uh, defensive class because they've got a lot. They've only got one defensive guy committed. <laughs> in the class so far so I think they'd like to get some more uh, defensive guys in before uh, they hit the recruiting trail in May uh, in the evaluation period so something to keep an eye on he's the other one that I really think Washington could end up with before this weekend is over well and there's no doubt too they they're all skill guys Scott you know that's the thing yeah. that people people are harping when are they going to get the offensive lineman when are they going to get the defensive lineman well Zion Tupuola Fatui could be one of those guys and another one of the guys in the all-name team for 2018 from Wilsonville down in Oregon, Draco Bynum. That Draco just sounds like the kind of guy you'd want for a defensive lineman. Yeah, I keep thinking of Rocky, what is it, Rocky 5 or Rocky, Rocky 4, whatever it was, where, you know, oh, Ivan Drago. Drago? Drago? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, uh, big kid, 6'5", 250 pounds, uh, should could easily grow into a three technique at the next level with, with some uh, nutrition and, and strength and conditioning and all that. It wouldn't surprise me at all this weekend if Washington ends up offering him. I know they like him quite a bit. I was, I'm honestly surprised they hadn't offered him up to this point because he fits exactly what they're looking to do along the defensive line. They want a versatile guy. He's someone who could possibly move inside on passing down, stay outside on uh, normal 
everyday downs. And, and uh, I just I, I think he's a perfect fit for what Washington wants to do along the uh, defensive line. Uh, as far as uh, Draco, he's you know, a lot of people think that uh, Oregon is the team to beat. And I would probably concur with that at this point. But if Washington offers, I think they they get right up there with with Oregon. And then we'll just have to see who can who, who can end up getting him. Well, I was also going to say there's a couple of other defensive linemen that that people should definitely be aware of and are going to be on campus that this weekend. Uh, one of them is a big time defensive tackle from from Northern California, from the one of the biggest programs in the country, high school programs in De La Salle, and that's Tuli Leitoli Saint. Uh, excuse me, ah, Tuli <laughs> Leitoli Sanoa. and also there's a kid that came all the way from Texas. And people obviously know with Levi almost Rike, you know, there's a chance Washington could get another defensive lineman from that from the Lone Star State. And this is another poly kid, Isaiah Filikatonga. And right now, to get those kind of guys on campus this early, that's gotta be a good sign for Washington, don't you think? Especially with the way they've been able to get defensive linemen in the past, the poly kids, whether it's a Danny Shelton, Vita Vea, even like a, a Song Wu Ching and, and guys like that. Yeah, I, I would say getting Thule, uh I'm just going to say Thule because I'm sorry, I just can't pronounce that last name. Um, I, if he commits to Washington, I will work on it, everybody. So don't don't fear. But uh, at this point, I'm I'm not there yet. So um, I think that uh, Washington getting him up on campus is huge. He's actually up uh, on campus today, and he'll be um, taking the tour and doing all those things. He'll be part of the Junior Day festivities as well. But really, today is the big focus for Washington with him. I believe he actually does have family in the area as well, so that also helps. Uh, helps with uh, him coming up and everything like that. Um, as far as um, it, Isaiah Felikitonga, man, that kid can just fly off the edge. He, he's really a good player, um, has great fundamentals. And I think one of the things that you need to understand, that people need to understand about Texas kids, <clears throat> and I'm not a huge proponent of Washington being a huge player for kids in Texas because I think ultimately for the most part, not always, uh, and, you know, with some recent examples being uh, perfect in this case, but Washington is always going to be at best the seventh choice for kids if you go just strictly by, um, you know, uh, location, because it's really tough to get those kids to to leave the state of Texas. And if they do, they usually leave to a to a. Uh, state that's very close to Texas because these kids all have that pull to go home and, and, and see their family quite a bit and everything like that. So, um, but that being said, man, I, I think Washington can find a, a real gem here if they're able to get this kid in and, and get him in the boat because uh, he's a really good player. He has not uh, gotten an offer from the University of Washington, but I wouldn't be surprised if you see one down the road here, maybe in the spring or even in the summer, because he is a talented kid off the edge. I just think that Washington wants to see how things play out with some of these other guys. Well, and then there's one last defensive tackle from L.A. And Hawkins High School's put out a number of guys uh, in the last couple years. But Bryson Blackman, how do you feel like he compares to guys like Thule, uh, Le Thule Asanoa? Well, I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm working on it. Le Thule, yeah, Le Thule Asanoa, and um, yeah, you know, and some of the other maybe bigger defensive linemen, not just on the West Coast, but you know, some of the other guys that they're looking at. How, how do you figure where where does he kind of where does Bryson Blackman kind of factor into things? 
Well, whereas Thule and um, Tommy Togiai, the the uh, big time guy from Idaho, who was scheduled to come in this weekend, but it sounds like he's going to try and push it off to another week. Um, uh, but where those guys kind of fit in is they're more of the pass rushing three technique guys that can get after the quarterback from the interior spot. Where whereas those guys are like that, this kid uh, Bryson Blackman from Augustus Hawkins. He's more of that one technique, the guy who's a true defensive tackle who can get after the, um, you know, get after the running game, take up blockers and and really um, get it done inside. And Washington hasn't uh, recruited a true defensive tackle. I'm sorry, true nose tackle since Ricky McCoy came in. And that was two years ago. So uh, I think this kid, the reason they're giving this kid a look is that. Um, it's really down year as far as uh, defensive linemen, especially one techniques um, out, out of the West Coast. So I think Washington's just going to scour the the uh, you know the boards and everything like that and try and find a kid who they think who can be an under the radar uh, guy who can come in and help them and and develop down the road. Um, as far as this Blackman kid, you know he he had I think uh, three sacks last year and about forty tackles. Uh, if I remember correctly, and when I was looking him up and everything like that. So um, just a kid to keep an eye on more than anything. Uh, he might not be a big name. He might not end up with a Washington offer at all. But he's a guy who I think they're going to at least look at and give a long look to before they say, they say yay or nay on him. And then if you move to the offensive side of the ball, on the offensive line, it looks like there's only kind of one big-time name out there, Tommy Brown from, from modern day. Again, another modern day kid with JT Daniels. Um you know, Tommy Brown's a, a guy that does have some pretty big offers. Where do you think Washington stands with Tommy Brown? I Well, Washington just offered relatively recently. I think they offered like two or three weeks ago. So uh, he's a guy that they have just kind of started to now recruit uh, a little bit harder. Um, I think that he he's someone that they would love to get in the boat. Um, his teammate, Chris Murray, is the guy that they really want. Um, but, you know he's going to be tough to get because he's got offers from all over the place. Tommy Brown has several offers that are, that are good offers at this point as well. So Washington's got their work cut out from, but you know, a lot of these Santa Ana kids um, are really interested in the university of Washington. I think some of that is just the program that Chris Peterson has established here has really grabbed them and said, Hey, you know, Washington is a school to keep an eye on because, you know, you might not get an offer from these local schools. And if you don't, Washington is a great academic institution and you can get a great education here, but you can also win a lot of football games and and possibly play for a, a national championship if you help us get over that hump. And I think that's going to be one of the big selling points is not just family, not just, um, you know, you know that, that you can get an education, but hey. This place is – we're trending up. Some of those other places aren't trending up. We're trending up, and you need to jump in the boat and get be part of this because we could really use you, but you could also really use us. I'll tell you what. It's interesting, too. I wonder if Chris Peterson is going to use Washington's latest uh, secret weapon when it comes to modern-day high school, and that is new men's basketball coach Mike Hopkins, who is a modern-day alum. So it'll be interesting to see if uh, if if Mike Hopkins all of a sudden makes an appearance to uh, one of these practices or one of these events uh, in the next couple of days. I'll fin we'll finish it off with a couple of, of California skill guys. Obviously, Washington's done a very good job recruiting skill guys 
already for the 2018 class, but there are a couple of guys that definitely of note. One guy is a Northern California kid, uh, an athlete, Javon Holland from Bishop O'Dowd. Washington's obviously done a fantastic job with Bishop O'Dowd kids. Everyone knows O'Dowd's head coach happens to be a guy. Yeah, he was an okay running back with the Huskies back in the 90s, guy named Napoleon Kaufman. And then also uh, a kid from uh, Jesuit High School in Carmichael, California, a running back by the name of Lorenzo Burks. Give us uh, the lowdown on Holland and Burks. Well, the, the lowdown on Holland is that he's one of the rising defensive backs on the West Coast right now. Um, he's a four-star, 6'1", 170 pounds. Washington has not offered at this point, but I think he's very close to getting an offer from the University of Washington. I just think they like some other safety prospects just a little bit more, and I think that's where uh, they want him. So I think they're, they're just going to continue to recruit him and, and see how he fits into things and see how they do with some of these other out-of-state guys. As far as Lorenzo Burks is concerned, you know, he doesn't have a lot of offers yet. Um, I think we're, we're still kind of waiting to see what he ends up being able to do on uh, on the recruiting front, but rushed for over a thousand yards at Jesuit High School in Carmichael, which is uh, is Carmichael Southern California. That was going to double check that. I think it yeah. might be it because there obviously are some there's a Jesuit obviously in Northern California as well. But yes, I think uh, this one happens to be in Southern California. If I remember, yeah, correctly. I'm pretty sure it's Southern California. So um, getting him up here, I think Washington. We obviously know that they're that they're in the market for a running back, Demetrius Flowers is a big-time guy from uh, St. John Bosco that Washington is in on as well. They haven't offered him yet, but I think they're still evaluating him. And they just offered um, a kid out of uh, Southern California, out of Palmdale, um, by the name of – I'm drawing a blank on his name. The the kid from um, – uh, that they just offered out of Palmdale. I'm looking him up as we're talking right here. Also, Jesuits in uh, it's in Sacramento Valley. It's in Sacramento. Okay, gotcha. So uh, Richard Newton, the running back out of Palmdale, he's six one, 185 pounds. Um, he's got offers from several schools, including Washington, Washington State, and Utah, and he's that another emerging guy. So I think Burks is kind of grouped in that in that grouping of guys and i think they just want to evaluate before they decide to offer him but uh he is definitely a guy that that uh could see an offer down the road depending on how things play out on the running back recruiting front all right scott so basically you know a ton of guys in you know doing their thing right now in terms of mm-hmm. checking out washington checking out the academics as well as obviously what's going on with the football program talking to the coaches getting a feel for what washington's all about Obviously, I'm sure Washington's going to be recapping last year and telling them all about, like you said, get on the train. Things are moving up. Things are in a, in a great spot for them right now, so be a part of it. Um, in the next couple of days, can you talk a little bit about coverage, what we're going to be doing? Obviously, you mentioned there is a big 7-on-7. Seven seven. Rise football's got something going on down in Kent Meridian. You'll be there tomorrow on Saturday. I'll be there Sunday. But there's also, obviously, the, you know we're going to have some reports and hopefully some other things going on. But you think there is a chance that uh, Washington might have some good news here this weekend? Yeah, I think there's a decent chance of it. I, I think with Devin Colt being on, on campus, I think he's probably the best shot at getting somebody in the boat. Um, Zion uh, Tupola Fatui is another one to keep an eye on. Um, there might be one other one that we're not aware of that, um, you know, one, one caveat I always 
uh, throughout there when when we do these lists of junior day attendees. There's always the possibility somebody could show up that we weren't expecting. There's all you know because we don't you know nothing is provided to us by the school for something like this. It's all about us doing legwork and who we hear about that that could possibly be visiting. So um, you know just just uh, keep in mind that we don't necessarily have the full list, and there are 70 guys expected on campus, so there could be one or two on there that Washington is after that we just don't know about yet. And uh, maybe we'll find out about it uh, during the uh, during the weekend. Look, keep an eye on Twitter. Keep an eye on our board because we'll have as much coverage of it as possible. And with six commitments, current public commitments for 2018, we're still under the operating assumption that it's going to be around 20 is the number that they take. That's the rough number that I've heard. I could I heard give or take one or two out of that group. So I think some of it depends on the attrition that happens after spring ball. If there is any attrition, I know that Washington is thinking, you know, I've heard the coaches have said that, hey, we think there's probably going to at least be one or two guys that aren't on the team that are with us right now. So um, th- that's all off the record stuff, you know, and no one going on record with any of that stuff. But I, I really think that, there will be some attrition, and we'll just have to see who ends up leaving. Okay, well, perfect, Scott. I really appreciate the great breakdown on all the guys that are going to be here and currently are here on campus right now at the University of Washington for Washington's Junior Day. Obviously, stay tuned to dogman.com. We'll have the latest on the message boards. We'll have stories wrapping up some of these guys. We're not obviously going to be able to get a hold of all of them, but we'll try to do our best to get as uh, current and as uh, timely uh, information out there as we can for you guys and hey if there's a commitment or two out there we'll obviously be on top of that as well so a lot to look forward to it's going to be a busy weekend stay tuned to dogman.com for scott eckland this is chris fetters go dogs